On with the show. It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And of course, I am one half of your dynamic duo, the nerds. I am the nerd, and you are. Nerdette. It's fucking Friday. Can you believe it? We made it, people. We're here. We're alive. And we. I, I, I just can't believe it. The next show we do is going to be in May. Can you believe it? This is the end of the month already. And it seems like every time we get on here, we say, oh, the time is flying. But you can't deny it. The time is absolutely flying right now. How have your past couple of days been? Mine been fine, man. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, haven't done anything. Haven't really No, haven't really watched anything. I, I plan on watching that Peter Pan this weekend. What's the, the Peter Pan on? Peter Pan and Wendy uh, live action. Peter Pan is Wendy? Is that what it is? Or is it <laughs> Peter Pan and Wendy? Fuck off. Oh, it came out today on Disney+, Plus, so I'm going to yeah. probably watch that this weekend. We're starting off on a good foot already, aren't we? Mm. That's it? That's all you did? You've been um, watching uh, Prison Break all over again? I finished Solitary. I watched all those. There are mm-hmm. not many episodes in that. And then I, it gets to a point, like, I really like that show, but it gets to a point when there's, like, three or four people left, mm-hmm. and I start fast-forwarding until <laughs> the punishment oh. round, because there's not as many people. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, like, I like when there's nine people, like, more people, more, more people reactions. More people yeah. have torture for you, but it's only no, four. No, I need more. Eight. I need more. <laughs> Fucking heck. So I kind of zipped through that, um, and that was good. And then I started watching Prison Break again, mm-hmm. which I, I love that show. So, and it came back a few years ago to give us another season. I think yeah, it was. I think that it was with your rewatch. Yes, I think oh, that was okay. six episodes yeah. when they came back. I was so fucking happy when they came back and did another season. I was so fucking happy. Did they do it right? They, yes, they, they finished it. I, I remember. I, I believe they did. I'm glad you got the watch. So a few that. years ago, I don't. I my memory sucks, but mm. whatever. It's, it's a good show. So, I'm, and I like the characters on there. Yeah, some of them are fucking pricks. So that's all you watched. <laughs> I thought you were doing. No, more I than didn't. That. I no, you. you watched Scream Six, didn't you? Or we talked about that the other day. We talked day. about that we the did. other okay. day. Yeah, <clears throat> and no, no new movies have come out. Yeah, the couple of scary ones. I don't. That's not for me. What were the scary ones? Um, Evil Dead Rise, and then the oh, Exorcist One. Yeah. With Russell Crowe. Oh, it's out there in the app. Okay, all right. So that's on my list. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't, I cannot watch those. So, yeah, it, it, I'll be watching Peter Pan. <laughs> I actually have a couple movies on my list, man. Because luckily, uh, wait, were you done? Because obviously, you didn't yeah, really, you didn't I didn't, really I didn't really watch, watch anything. I don't want to cut your balls off. No, I'm, I'm good. I, I have done nothing. People know. People know. They're like, move on, move on we're to just, nerd. Just he did something. I mean, I, I, I didn't do much. I'm sorry to disappoint everybody, but. No, uh, some people did ask for that link for Karen. I haven't gotten reviews yet. Because yeah, they're probably, probably still quit traumatized it. or they just weren't man or woman enough to finish watching the, the damn movie. Mm-hmm. But I would love to hear what you thought. If you if you watch at least a half hour of it, let me know what you thought because this movie's fucking insane. Really crazy shit. But I did get a bunch of movies in return. Because when I say send a DM, it's like people don't listen and they're like, oh, let's just send them anything. So in between the cat bullshit. And uh, die nerd, hope you burn in hell, you know, that kind of stuff. 
I did get a couple of movies to watch, so on Monday I should have a lot of stuff to review because I, I there's a couple of movies that look like, wow, looks really fucking good that I passed by on Netflix. Did you let your BFF <clears throat> watch Scream yet? I haven't even really like thought about Scream. Jesus so, Christ. Yeah, I haven't thought about it, but <clears throat> I guess I have to get myself mentally prepared first to watch Scream because you showed me a picture of Courtney Cox. <laughs> yeah, I, I took Holy a picture with my phone. Fuck, man. <laughs> I didn't. I. I, I don't know because it's it's the scream movie that does it. I don't. So, because she looked fine during the the friends, friends reunion time. thing, and when she's like out in public, whatever, and they take pictures mm. of her. It doesn't look as bad as she does in scream. I don't. So I don't know what the makeup is or Fucking whatever. Haggard. <clears throat> she looks but. like long titty cave bitch. That's who she looks like from uh, <laughs> she does from not. Barbarian. That's what she looks like. But no, uh, but no, I haven't even thought about that yet. But I did watch a couple of things. Nothing really good, so it's going to be a short couple of reviews. There's a show on Apple TV Plus, which should have been a dead giveaway that it was going to be fucking garbage because Apple TV Plus is the most useless no. of all of these for me. They have some good shows on there. There's a show called Roar, okay, which is like one. a black mirror with terrible writing. Mm. And it's about, like, each one focuses on some woman's issue. And the very first one is this black woman who's, like, getting picked up on, like, like some taxi cab, and she's some big shot who's got this idea that people are going to buy. And they bring her to this thing, and she wrote this really good screenplay about, like, being a black woman, and the guys are like, oh, we love your storyline. We're going to make it a VR thing. We're going to make it an experience. So everyone can experience what it's like to be a black woman. So they put these headsets on, and of course she has this traumatic thing where her dad gets taken and, like, killed by the police. Just walking down the street, because we know that's realistic. You know, cops are just hunting motherfuckers. Uh, you know, at least, like, that's what they want you to believe. And then, you know, it's just a really fucking weird thing. Like, she can't be seen. She's she's getting cut in line. It, it It's such a fucking pandering, woke, fucking bullshit television series. I would put it just above Karen, because Karen was the worst. This was really bad. And it, this was just episode one. And the reason why I say it's like Black Mirror is because they're each standalone episodes. Each one has a different meaning. The second one had Nicole Kidman and some kid in it. And I was like, yeah, fuck this and turned it right off. It was just really bad writing. Stupid fucking show. It's called Roar. It could have been something if it wasn't so damn woke. I mean, just the messages they're trying to push is this kind of shit you see when you open up every fucking newspaper that's left-leaning. So skip that one. The only other one I did try was a show called The Diplomat on Netflix with Carrie Russell in it. And it's very... Okay, I saw the preview for that. Yeah. It's a very political show. Mm -hmm. Obviously, her and her husband are in deep in politics and they go somewhere and didn't really pay too much attention to give a fuck about this show. It was pretty boring. I'll be honest with you. I watched the first one and I was like, this has promise. And then like midway through the second one, I was just like, eh, not really for me. I kind of know pretty quick when these shows are going south and if it's something I can actually watch or not. And this one didn't do it for me. But other than that, I didn't really watch anything else. I've just been doing the Supernatural show. We're watching that one. I'm on season five now. So. I can't fucking believe that I you're can't still watching it. Either. I'm a third of the way in. Like, I'm you surpassed what I thought you were. I, I figured. I'm a third of the way in. <laughs> by season three, he's going to be yeah. done. You're on season five. I'm man. on season five, and I, and I finally figured out why that demon's a badass, badass son of a bitch. So I mm. figured that out. That, that's really it. I haven't been doing much of anything else. I've just been kind of hanging out, working, um, biding my time to get ready for the weekend and all the bullshit that the weekend will bring me. And that's about it, though. Did you see Jerry Springer died? 79 years old. Yeah. Fuck, that. man. All the. 
Yeah, I, I was getting text messages. You came out and told me. You were telling. Like, well, I, I I'm mean, like, I'm, I'm trying to figure. Fucking, like, why most are important people the world? fucking telling me this shit? I don't. Uh, Jerry, wow, I didn't think he would matter that much to people. I'm surprised. Yeah, like people. My sister was like, "Oh my god, did you hear?" I'm like, "Who cares?" <laughs> I'm like, "You are literally the third person to tell me that he died." And like, I, I just, I have no react. I don't care. I hated that show. Hated it. It was terrible TV. Ding ding! Everyone starts fighting out of nowhere. So fucking yeah. stupid. It was so phony. It, it, it was, was so pro- stupid. Professional wrestling levels of fake. It was that bad. Oh god, I, I hated that show. There was there was yeah, much better talk shows on yeah. at the same time that I was that's on. That's all we had though. I know. That, how sad is that? We didn't we have had... cable growing up. We no. only had a couple channels, and and of course it was channel eleven and channel nine. Ricky Lake was on Channel 9 mm-hmm. and Jenny Jones and on Channel 11 was Richard Bay and Jerry Springer and they hated each other. And Jerry Springer would be the one that we would watch and just have a good time. It was, it would, we would crack up watching that shit. It was funny, man. We were a bunch of degenerates living in the house. We thought that shit was hilarious. You get your fix. And I remember he was so popular that they had those freaking VHS tapes of the outtakes of the show. Yeah. And we used to buy them fucking things. It was like, you get three Jerry Springer uncensored tapes for twenty nine ninety five, and People they send you shit. People loved that show, man. Dude, we did. We loved We were broke. What? We were like, looks like we ain't eating this month. Joel Jerry's got some tapes coming out. We'd order them shits. Crazy the following <laughs> they had, man. Yeah. That, that shit lasted for years. You know what I got out of it was when fucking, they tried to make Steve a star, and I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm checked out. I, I didn't like Steve Wilkos. Was, I liked hey, him. They used to cheer for him, and he's coming He had out. his own show, didn't he? Dude, he was the most out of shape, fucking old-looking man, <laughs> and he's a security, badass security. Like, here's Steve, and I'm like, what the, what the fuck is this? You know, like, what the fuck is this guy? He's all fucking bald and shit. Fuck him. He was a tough guy. But the show was great, though, so uh, rest in peace, Jerry Springer. I have a special sign-off. On today's show, in the spirit of Jerry Springer, so oh God. really watched the hell out of his show growing up, man. I can't say a bad thing about Jerry Springer except for he was the ringmaster of filth, and so am I. So let's get this show on the road here and tell people what they can do with themselves for the next couple of days. It's going to be a, a short weekend, don't you think? Quick. Did you know The Witcher is coming out in fucking June? I am so excited. With the new Witcher, right? I feel like it's been years. Who's playing him? Dawson from Dawson's Creek. Is he going to be the guy playing the Witcher now? Who is it? What? No. Who's it going to be? I thought it was... I thought it was Thor. Isn't it Thor? His brother. His brother. His brother, that's right. I get them confused. I don't yeah. know. That's right. I was going to say, what the fuck? Yeah, it's, it's one of those. Two, it wasn't Thor. It was, it was Loki's going to be him in this one. He's going to be the Witcher. Uh, whatever. The show is good. <laughs> yeah. Part one comes out in June and part two comes out in July. So at least it's not a year apart like some other shows have done. Do you think he got kicked off of that show because of all the weird shit with the young girls? You, you keep saying that. You keep fucking saying that. Do you, no, why, I don't. Why? Why, why is he losing all these jobs then? I, this one I don't know. I, I thought I read somewhere that it was a scheduling conflict. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then he lost what? the Superman, Superman job. <laughs> yeah. So I don't... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Did um, you see the chick they're going to talk about uh, playing Wonder Woman? Some actress named Anna de Armas or whatever? Who's that? I've heard exactly, that Exactly, but that's what they do with these superhero movies. They always cast like a who's that person and they end up blowing your socks off. I've heard the name okay. now. I just can't picture it in my, in my head. All right, so anyways, today is April 28th. Kiss your mate day. No, thank you. National no, thank you. I second that. <laughs> I second that. Please, thank you. <laughs> National Blueberry Pie Day. And National Superhero Day. Hmm. April 29th is National uh, Shrimp Scampi Day. 
World Wish Day, and Zipper Day. Okay, those are decent. And April 30th, Bugs Bunny Day, Mr. Potato Day, um, and Oatmeal Cookie Day and Raisin Day. Were we just talking about Mr. Potato Head? We were on the last episode. That's why I grabbed it. Interesting. Mr. Potato Head. Interesting. I like it. No, I used to like those toys, too. I used to like them. They were pretty And they're cheap. Yeah. And babies love them. Because there's a lot of small pieces and they got different colors. Yeah. Keeps them occupied for freaking hours. I I know my nephew freaking loves his potato heads. He's got a couple of them. That kid, man, there's there's a really short window of time where kids are like adorable and you just want to steal them. (laughs) <laughs> and then it doesn't take long before you're like, oh, good. I mean, they look like a little boy now. And this is like, you're not cute anymore. What the hell? Just, my sister put him in like a tuxedo for he looked like, Easter. He, <laughs> he looked like looked a little like man. Boy. Look, he looked like he's about to go to work and fucking hate his life. <laughs> look like me. You're like, oh, he's not cute anymore. He ain't cute he's anymore. too big. He's got his little suitcase. You can see the despair in his eyes. Oh, that paycheck God. to paycheck fucking vibe he's got going on now. But I'll tell you what, I really loved your segment, but not as much as your favorite sponsor of the show, our friends over at Built Bar. Yes, they have a new bar in stock, and it is the Built Chunk Cookie Dough Puffs, and they are freaking phenomenal, man. If you like cookie dough as much as I do, you need to check these out. Very, very high in protein. You're going to get 15 grams of protein, only 160 grams of calories, but amazing cookie dough taste in every single bite. Built Bar makes the absolute greatest stuff on the planet, I'm telling you, man. The the finest chocolates, the finest marshmallow, the finest ingredients, guilt-free. You can eat as much of these as you want and feel good about yourself. Go to Built.com, use your code VOMSHOW to save 15% on any order, and get free shipping because that's the best part, people, the free shipping. They really love your segment. Do I tell you that enough? No. Do I tell I'm, you that I'm enough? I'm done with it. You're finished with it? I'm, you just I'm don't want to? You sure? Done. Oh, my goodness. All right, so today is the 28th of April. I can't believe it, man. The end of the freaking month, man. I feel like playing that Boys the Men song, End of the Road, because that's what I feel like we're at right now. It's really sad that we're... I mean, 2023 is almost done. 2024 is going to be a fucking circus. This year is going by so fast, and next year is going to be insane, because that's going to be the presidential election. They're going to they're, they're gonna throw out the new virus. They're going to try to lock us down again. They're going to do the passports. It's going to be fucking insane. World War Three is going to be well so underway. So when do we start stocking up? When do we start stocking up? I, you know what? Why? This, <laughs> I am praying. Well, I want to make sure we have toilet paper in here. Yeah, we're going to need something. I mean, we in, have in running Clorox water wipes. for if, now. If someone steals the damn Clorox wipes again, I'm going to cry. People are going to fall for it all over again, and that's the sad part, but whatever. So, yeah. All right, so happy birthday to you after all that grim shit. This Florida man was charged with murdering his son so he can play video games. Wow, man. Was his son beating him? I'm going to ask the question, so let's find out. Probably hogging the system. This guy looks like the kind of person who would kill their son over Mm. video games. This happened in Orlando, Florida, where this Florida man was annoyed that his 16-month-old crying son was preventing him from playing video games. Oh, God damn it. So he suffocated the toddler and left him to die in a playpen, police said on Friday. Cody Wygant, 24, was arrested on Thursday on charges of third-degree murder, which is an unplanned killing and child neglect with great bodily harm. A judge on Friday said bond at $100,000, which is, I mean, that's way too, way too low. Did You know what they just say? Just be like, his bond was set at nah, because he's getting killed for killing his kid. N-A-H. That's what it should be set at, because you're not even going to entertain the fact that he can ever get out. What the hell game was he trying to play? Well, that says DC Universe Online, so now I understand. <laughs> now now I get it. He was trying to fight the... No, but this is fucked up, man. 
Uh, he told the investigators he played video games and watched television for about five hours before checking on his boy, who was blue and not breathing after he put him in the playpen. So this is fucked up, man. So he, he basically suffocated his kid and put him in a playpen, played video games for five hours, and just came, that's the story he told police. And he's being held. Wow. In the Orlando Police Department station. So fucked up, man. Really screwed up. But hey, happy birthday to you. From that's Florida, horrible. Man. Yeah, exactly. Really fucked up shit. So hey, did you know that there was a? Do you remember the band Crazy Town? Yes. They were here in Myrtle Beach. I know. They got into a fist fight. They got into a fist fight. Yes, yeah. they did. Holy crap. I they didn't had that one good song. Still. They had a couple good songs. I remember one that was good. You're my butterfly. Yeah. Sugar, baby. That one. There was that one. They had a couple other ones, too. Dark Side was good. Uh, only when I'm drunk. Dun, 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 dun. They had a couple good songs. But anyway, they were in Myrtle Beach over the weekend as part of a heavy metal tour. That's where you went wrong. They're not heavy metal. What, what what would you say they were? Like rap, rock, metal? Remember how they were like Limp Biscuit? They used to play them on the alternative rock station that I listened to back in the day. What was alt rock? Like gay rock? Is that what it was? Good rock. Mm. That's what it was. I used to love that station. Is alternative rock like you know, like the guy wears like a pair of loose fitting jeans and like a sweater and he's like, hey, I just want to play this What's bar that? one too. What the fuck did you listen to? Motley Crue. Yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, that was not for me. All right, so anyway, according to multiple media reports, frontman and founding member Shane Benzer didn't appear until the very end of the April 23rd gig at the Boathouse Bar and Grill, leaving co-vocalist Bobby Reeves to carry the concert. Social media images posted by fans show Benzer and Reeves exchanging blows. Reeves reportedly said during the performance he was angry at Benzer, who performs as Shifty Shell Shock for being absent for much of the set. Profanity ensued and then blood was spilled. I wonder if Shifty Shell Shock. <laughs> the fuck with these names. Little, as if he was a little shifty. Maybe something bad would happen here. But during the set, there's video of Reeves forgetting lyrics to songs and periodically berating Shell Shock for his absence. Ultimately, after Shell Shock turned up, <laughs> the two singers started arguing and getting physical, with Shell Shock accusing Reeves of stealing money and Reeves threatening members of Shell Shock's family. Boathouse management declined to comment when contacted by the Sun News April 25th. So there you go. They were best known for their 2001 smash hit, Butterfly. It was spent two weeks on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. And, uh, yeah, so they said later on in a statement that uh, they got into a little scuffle, but they're all good and they're brothers. And they love each other. So thank goodness Shifty Shell Shock is okay and him and his buddy are back together again. Here's one about... Good for them, man. They At least they're still making money. Fucking shifty shell shock. What the fuck? All right, so here's a topic about someone who didn't make it out so well, like shifty shell shock and his pal became brothers again. Money Sign Suede, your favorite rapper. I know... Uh, that, uh, like I, I think Money Sign Suede was playing at that restaurant where we first met, I think, and that was the song that brought us together, right? That money... Sure. What, what the fuck? Money Sign Suede? Sure. Well, this rapper was found stabbed to death in prison. So, oh goodness, I'm so sorry. The money signed Swade's family. He was an up-and-comer in L.A. Uh, he was stabbed to death in a California prison, cutting his life short as his career was catching steam. Uh, prison officials for the Correctional Training Facility in Soledad, California, tell TMZ Hip Hop. They're currently, I wonder how do you get that job? Is, hey, I'm going to apply for TMZ, the hip-hop branch. 
and he's doing this funny thing in the picture with his hand where he's got like a half circle and three fingers up. So I, I don't know what that means, but it can't be good. <laughs> it can't be good. He's just throwing up a thing in front of like a gang sign, like a, like a West Side or some shit. So that just means he's an upstanding individual. You know, uh, prison officials for the Correctional Training Facility in Soledad, California, were saying that the back-to-bag rapper was found unresponsive in another area of the prison. Prison personnel attempted to administer emergency aid, but were unsuccessful as he was pronounced dead around 10 p.m. We're told that death has prompted officials to restrict prisoner movement while they conduct their investigation with assistance from the Monterey County District Attorney's Office and the Monterey County Coroner. Uh, the latter of whom will determine money signs cause of death. So he was stabbed in the neck in the shower. Yeah. And that those who knew him were shocked because he was throwing up gang signs in his pictures. So he's up to no good, obviously. So he was doing some dumb shit there, I'm sure. So his, his, his rapper friends, Phoenix Flexen and Baby Stone Gorillas, took to Instagram to pay oh, emotional God. tributes. Stop. Can you believe Money Son with all these accolades was only 22 years old? I mean, he took that picture with his hand upside down with fingers in the air like he just didn't care. Dude. Phoenix Flexen and Baby Stone Gorillas. I mean, I, ha- I have to Baby go check Stone out. Baby Stone Gorillas. Listen, I saw the one that Baby Stone Gorillas did for uh, Lil Yachty, so he did a really good one for him, so I have to make sure I catch this one. He's getting better. He's got a lot of practice. Oh, my God. Baby Stone Gorillas. He's People... saying, he sang that song. People are funny, man, when they need to come up with a name. I mean, he was doing but... one of these little gang signs. Do you think this is just a misunderstanding in jail? Do you think this was just a complete accident, or you think... I mean, come on. Oh, God. All right, so uh, rest in peace, Puma Suede. What do you got? Well, I have a, a, a TikToker who's upset. Oh, my goodness. When are they not upset? A TikToker was brought to tears. After she went to a grocery store to pay for a stranger's items, but was refused by every person she asked. Oh. So she's literally making a TikTok crying about the fact that no one wanted her fucking help. Hmm. So Amelia Goldsmith went to a Sainsbury location in uh, a store in London, intending to pay for a shopper's cart on Wednesday to cheer someone up during the midweek slump. I just hope they don't look at me thinking I'm some weirdo, Goldsmith said in the video. That's been viewed nearly 800,000 times on TikTok. I'm sure it's a hell of a lot more because that happened a few days ago. Once inside the store, the nervous TikToker approached multiple patrons with a happy and welcoming demeanor, only to have her offer rejected by every single person she asked. Goldsmith first approached a man placing his items on the checkout conveyor and told him she wished to pay for all his items. That's nice. Why, he goes... She describes him as angry, uh, quickly refusing the offer once she explained herself. Another woman shopper approached, uh, did not hesitate to turn Goldsmith's offer down, with a caption on the video revealing she was beginning to feel embarrassed and judged following the second attempt. A final woman, she asked, also refused the gesture, telling the TikToker, there are a lot more deserving people in the world that could use the charity she's offering. So she goes, I was expecting the first person to be like overjoyed and grateful and happy for me to pay for the shopping, but obviously that didn't go down well, she said in the video about the stressful encounters. Not wanting to leave without at least one act of kindness, Goldsmith bought some pasta and jarred sauce from the store and put them in the shop's food bank with a stranger saying, God bless you. Like, that's all you should have done. Mm-hmm. But instead you're going up to people. Yeah, it's not about Shoving a someone. fucking camera in their face. Yeah. 
I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. So <clears throat> that's so fucked up. I hate when people do that shit. I would be so like, get your camera out of my no. face. So um, she goes, "I'm just really overwhelmed right now. I don't know what's going on." The TikTok, <laughs> and then she makes it about herself. Yes, again. the TikToker said, teary eyed after facing um, the mounts of rejection. The mounts of rejection. It's about it's about her rejection. <laughs> this fucking absolute piece of shit. Revealing she's still happy she could donate some food for those who need it. You know so, what? This was fake. <laughs> then we get to the comment section. This, right? this has to be fake. In the comment section, many criticized Goldsmith for filming um, and the area she chose to make her offering because it was an upscale area. Mm. So she was in a well-to-do neighborhood. I'm trying to buy rich people who don't yeah. need her money at all. So someone said, I feel that sharing your good deeds online is more about serving your ego than others. It is. <laughs> it is. If you have to film yourself doing understand. nice things, you're not doing nice things for, for the right reasons. No. You're doing it because you want attention. You're not calling attention to things. You're calling attention to yourself. With your face all over it. Of course. That's why, you, you know who does that? The Rock. Every fucking time he does anything, he's mm-hmm. going to be, hey, where's this fucking camera guy? Where's this camera person? Because that's what he does. Remember he like went to the you store and he bought Snickers it? bars? Shaq. Yeah, he he donates he, a lot does, of money. he donates a shit ton of stuff. Yeah. He's never recording it. It's always yeah. someone else recording it and posting it, and he's not yeah. even looking at the damn camera. A lot of people do that. I mean, it's <laughs> just the ones that are up in front of your fucking face that have to record every good mm-hmm. deed they've ever done. Those are the ones that are fucking obnoxious. So someone else commented, it's the filming, you all got to stop it, go to a hom- homeless shelter. Yeah. So basically, that's the, the, that's the gist of it. And she's like mm. bawling online. <laughs> I'm fucking crying for no what? No one wanted her freaking money. I don't know. I would... It, it's the fucking camera. Because that would drive me insane. Like, it would no. piss me off. Even if you needed it. There's a thing called pride, man. Like, oh, so you're only going to do a nice thing for me if you could record it. Why don't you turn the camera off and do the nice thing for me? And then you can record the next person. Why don't you just do that? I, I just don't like... Because like, you're exploiting people that are in time of need. Mm-hmm. And you're making them feel like shit already because you're, you're... I mean, people don't like you just buying things for them. That's the no, thing. People don't like it. No. Not no. even someone in need is going to like that shit because everyone does have pride. Some people just have more than others. Some people just have none. But still, there's always that little bit of like, hey, you know, just rather do it and see. Like, people don't want it to be known if something's being nice, nicely done for them, you know? It's, it's just, just it, It's ridiculous. I, it's, I, it's annoying. These people are fucking assholes. I don't like the TikTokers. All to get clicks on, on TikTok. That's what they so. do. I don't know why the fuck they care so much. I mean, are they making money on that website? From what I was told, they don't make any money on that site. Or if they do, it's barely anything to survive. Oh, really? Yeah, the, those people that make those stupid fucking things. I guess like their top earners can get some sort of sponsorship, but it's nothing like YouTube and the other ones. And YouTube's the fucking worst. I don't know. So... Indiana Elementary School employees are charged after a special needs student is allegedly forced to eat his own vomit. That's nice. Hmm. So, anyway, and we've been, for some reason, finding these a lot more lately, which is just more and more unsettling. That You're sending your kids to a school to be taken care of by people that are entrusted and licensed by the See, state that you live in and pay taxes in. She might, Jenna might not be around people. Yeah. Uh, but she's safe. She's safe. That's, she's fucking she's safe, safe and happy. Yep. That's all I care about. She's smiling. She's laughing mm-hmm. all the time. She's not stressed out. Yeah. But I don't give a fuck, man. That mm-hmm. I can't because mm-hmm. I, I can't trust anybody. And if she can't tell me what the fuck's going on, then she's not going anywhere. Yeah. So th- these poor fucking children. Yeah. 
a fucking nightmare. And these kids don't have any idea what's going to happen to them. And I, I don't know if they retain information. We don't really know a lot about what their limitations are. That's the problem with the autism. You don't really know. But anyway, uh, the school employees are facing charges after a seven-year-old special needs student was allegedly forced to eat his own vomit in the lunchroom with a spoon as others watched. Oh, my God. The Hendrick County Prosecutor's Office filed charges Tuesday afternoon against four Brownsburg Community School Corporation employees and one third-party independent contractor from Kids Count Therapy, LLC. In a statement Wednesday, the Brownsburg Police Department said its detectives on April 20th had presented the results of its investigation involving the mistreatment of a seven-year-old male Brown elementary school student who was in the life skills program. Teachers Sarah Seymour, 27, and uh, Aida Deborah Kenipe, 63, were each charged with neglect of a dependent as a level six felony and failure to report a class B, dis- uh, class B misdemeanor. Oh my goodness, man, this is a fucking mess right here. This is bad. Three other teachers were charged with failure to report the incident. Uh, the school sent a statement to families within the school corporation on Wednesday night. Uh, as they release more information about the incident, please know that BCSC family will continue to be steadfast in our commitment to Brownsburg students, their safety, and their well-being. This is not cool, man. So this is video that the police are citing here of the incident where it shows the victim seated at the table eating, and at some point the child stands up and gags on his food. He's then instructed to sit down. After he vomited, uh, Kenipe allegedly provided the spoon that the child was compelled to use to consume some of his own vomit. Mm. They were seen on the side of the child watching him eat it. And then they made him clean up his own puke with his paper with paper towels and shit. And listen, man. <clears throat> this is fucking terrible, dude. That's awful. That poor fucking kid. A lot of stories don't make you want to, like, tear up and shit, but this one does. Cause I can only imagine what kind of shit that kid was thinking. Because they don't know. They have no idea. That's awful, man. I mean, I can only imagine... The look on my daughter's face if that happened to her, if like someone was telling her to do it, she she would probably do it because she, she would do know. it. She she would do it, but she wouldn't want to, but she would do it. Yeah, she would do it against her will, and it would upset her. And the fact that someone had to go through that same thing upsets me, and it oh, pisses God. me the fuck off, what man. What the fuck is wrong with people, man? This like, shit I, gets, I hate this stuff part. like this gets me fucking hot, man. People like this, they have no compassion for a child. Has got to be. Just, I mean, this is why I take that transgender shit so personally because it because they're going after kids. I don't like any anything that involves kids is like a, such a touchy subject for me because I can say some things on here that would get me in trouble, and I'm trying to dance around saying certain things. But these people really don't deserve to breathe anymore. They don't. If you harm a child or take advantage of them, these teachers, sure, it's not touching a student or grooming them like they're doing, but this to me is equally as bad to mistreat a child here. Especially a fucking special needs child who doesn't have any recourse or any like thoughts in their head and that can prevent people, this. Five adults knew about five it. Five adults knew about it. Every single one of them needs to go. Oh. You can't have people like that in a good society. You can't in a world where everything is so fragile right now. Everything is so fragile. We got to take care of each other. You got to protect the future, which is our children. If you don't take care of these kids, no one's going to take care of them. And no one's going to take care of us when we get old. It's, it's the cycle of life. Right now, we're taking care of things. But we won't be able to do that forever. The kids are going to have to take over. We can't fuck with them like this. we got to love them and protect them and nurture them and teach them. This is not the right way to do this shit, man. This is this hurts. This hurts to read shit like this. It fucking hurts, man. And it's like you... 
What like what do the parents do of this child? Do you, do you trust them to go back to that no. school? You can't. No. You can't. You know this is some bullshit, man. It's it's not fucking right. It really isn't. It, very upset. Five, five fucking adults. Yeah. And I, no, no. No one wanted to do anything. Wouldn't be going back there. I'd be figuring theme. something else out. It's a common theme in life now. No one wants to do anything. It's fucking awful. All right. So, did you hear about this uh, <coughs> peacock in in the Bronx? Oh uh, yes, up in a tree. Yes. The so this vicious Bronx peacock dubbed <laughs> Raul bites a man and flees to a local park tree. I thought I was high, was the quote from the man on the scene. <laughs> so a man was bitten by a peacock that lightly escaped the Bronx Zoo in New York on a Wednesday night. The New York Fire Department responded to a 911 call at approximately 8 p.m. from a man, identified only as Mike, who said the escaped peacock bit him after he attempted to assist a brightly plumed bird into safety. We were standing outside, chilling, you know, smoking, you know, whatever, and I thought I was bugging, Mike told the New York Daily News. <laughs> I thought I was high. <laughs> well, who thinks that a peacock is just going to come strolling up to you out of nowhere? Dude, if you're just sitting there getting high and all of a sudden this beautiful fucking bird just walks up, you're, you just sit there and you're like, dude, that's the most... You, you might even start crying. It's the most beautiful... And then it does that Jurassic Park shit where that fucking wings is <laughs> slowly... Because it's slow and it just, free, it just gets more and more beautiful and then all of a sudden you're dead. Oh, my God. So Mike shared... And that he attempted to corral the wild bird, but it quickly lashed out and bit him in the thigh. Then the motherfucker flew into the tree, Mike told the <laughs> outlet. I didn't know they could fly. <laughs> this Mike, man, this guy's ace on the scene, I'm telling you. Despite their lovely and graceful presence, peacocks are known to be territorial and especially aggressive during mating season, according to birdfact.com. Well, peacocks do not tip... I, so me, you know, me and this peacock got a lot in common. While peacocks do not typically fly, they will, they will have forced to avoid danger and threats, cross obstacles such as rivers, or fly up in the trees to roost at night. So video of the feathered fugitive shows a bird perched in Vidalia Park, a popular park in the Bronx West Farms neighborhood. Spectators allegedly dubbed the escape bird Raul. The runaway bird is about three feet long and its head is crowned with a flamboyant green plume. That's the peacock. It's in the tree. I think they should leave it there. User C. Gutter. Said in a citizen hat video, these people and their fucking nicknames. I ain't gonna lie, it's bringing out the neighborhood. Everyone wants to see this. He's beautiful. Everyone says it's a he, so I'm gonna take your lead and misgender the fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, police and firefighters have been trying to catch this thing, but I've had no successes of uh, Wednesday night. So, what do you oh, think I could have sworn that he was he was caught. Uh, as of Wednesday night, in this article, he wasn't caught yet. So. Maybe they got huh. him now. Today is Friday as we're recording the show. So yeah. I don't. I, I, didn't I think he was caught and brought enough. back to the the Bronx Zoo. Yeah. But that's hilarious. That's that's just hilarious to me. I didn't know they could fly either. I didn't know they could. So I guess I would love to see that. Mike wasn't that high or that crazy. I don't think he was. They're so pretty. They're such they pretty are. birds. They're fucking. And this this zoo that we have over here, which is a small zoo. Um, Peacocks are everywhere. They just roam the whole fucking place. Just, mm. they just, they're not corralled anywhere. They just go wherever the fuck they want. Doesn't matter. They're out in the parking lot. They're all all over the freaking zoo. Hopefully they, they get it's them weird. before they start getting that heat. I don't know. They go crazy. I went there the one time with the kids, and like they, they were just walking about like it was no big deal. They are very pretty. <clears throat> you want me to do another one here? Okay. I, I, I Don't worry. I got your back, dear. So, getting so listen, listen to this shit, all right? So, we know how I'm like the master ghoster, right? 
Apparently, I have to level up because there's something even worse out there. It's called getting zombied. That's the new term. So, what so is that? Well, so I feel like zombie is a level below, to be honest with you. And let me explain why. So it turns out there's something worse on the dating scene than being ghosted. Singer-songwriter Mariel Darling took the tick-tock and you don't stop, stop. Ooh, ooh, come inside, take off your coat, I'll make you feel at home. <laughs> now let's pour a glass of wine, cause now we're all alone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Alright, so listen. <clears throat> this is what was being shared. The latest horrifying dating trend, being zombied. Girl, you're being ghosted. I'm being zombied, she shared with her 255,900 followers on the platform. It's like ghosting, but he comes back from the dead after a couple of months and hits you up. <laughs> she explained in the video. With 1.5 million views and 151,000 likes. In a follow-up video, she added that dating in New York City is very much like a zombie apocalypse mixed with the Thriller music video. Because all these boys are tap dancing around commitment. She should, she should have said it's like a Fred Astaire movie, but I guess that's a little too old for her. So people in the comments agreed and shared their personal zombie experiences. Have you ever noticed that they all zombie you at the same time? Like, why are four guys from my past all hitting me up on the same day, one person said. Damn, really? Mine, mine has a Jesus Christ complex. He comes back every three days. Another joke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're classic. My favorite thing about these comments, <laughs> these videos, is always the comments. Here's some more comments. It's because the girl he thought was better than you realize he's terrible and ghosted him. Ooh, I like that one. That's a nice Ooh. twist someone suggested. I saw someone say she puts gravestone emojis on their name in contact so she knows not to deal with them anymore. <laughs> Tell me why this happened to me three times in the last three weeks, someone shared. Try being zombied by a guy named Zombie. I didn't know he was just living up to his potential. Oh my god, this is good. This is fucking good. This happened to me just once. Uh, well, this guy twice, six years ago. Okay, so man, this is some good stuff right here. This is fucking hilarious. So being zombie, they're saying that's worse than being ghosted. I think being ghosted is worse because they never come back. Yeah, who says you have to respond when they come back I mean you would think someone zombieing you was like oh I've been waiting six months to fucking hit you with this line motherfucker and then you hit him with it and then you block him tell them to go fuck themselves uh, that was a good that was a good one you know what I should do I should start trying to unghost people that I ghosted just to see if they've been holding on to something they've been wanting to say to me <laughs> I fucking hate you it yeah, was see, that, my heart. that's what you do. You you just go and block them. Yeah, I, I so ghost. they can never reach out again. So I should unghost. Do you think? So I'm gonna ask the listeners. Do you guys think I should unghost people and then like hear what they have to say to me? Oh, <laughs> just God. face the music and just hear it. <laughs> just let the, like maybe because I because I keep thinking I'm dying anyway. Oh my God, you're so ridiculous. Maybe this would be my way of accelerating the process and just letting. Because maybe I, I could just skip that part of death where you have to like face last rites and you got to face all your past. Get that out the way now, so I can just go right to hell or heaven and call it a day. No, what do you got? I don't know. A man who was allegedly found by police naked after baptizing himself in the fountain of a Mesa, Arizona church has been arrested. Oh, men love to be naked. I don't. You never. You never hear about a fucking just. Naked ladies just 
gallivanting around town. I think you're right. I used to be an exhibitionist. Remember that time I was talking to that dude in the middle of the street naked? Yes! <laughs> yes! Uh, I don't, like, I just, I don't get it. You you never hear about women that are just one. freaking butt-ass naked just wandering around. Just, talk, just talking to the neighbor. <sighs> yep. Well, you're crazy, so. I am. According to court documents, officers on April 15th were called to the One Life Church after someone encountered a naked man in the baptism fountain. The man was told to leave the church, but instead he grabbed a blanket and continued walking on the property. Off... <laughs> Officers found the suspect identified as 20-year-old Jeremiah Sykes, little young man, he's already starting his shit at 20, Mm -hmm. who said he was baptizing himself naked in the fountain, and he was arrested. Is that like a new slang for masturbating? I was baptizing myself or what? Well, he's at a church. Oh. Oh, man, yeah. But why do you need a baptism fountain? I don't know. I, I is it when you're an adult? They, that's because they dunk you and shit. Yeah, I, I've I seen that so. in movies. I, I, I was baptized as a baby, so I didn't have to go through all that crap yeah. as an adult. I don't. I, I didn't do any of that stuff. Uh, Maybe I should. But does that does, it, does that really make it official? It no. Does that really make it official? Because it's like fucking wild, I mean, like man. you've turned your your back pretty hard on religion in life, didn't you? It, it get the fuck out of here yeah, with your I mean, with your fucking mean stories. But like, so, that doesn't mean you're safe forever. It's like, okay, so like I did this thing when I was a baby and didn't have a choice in the matter. You grow up as an atheist. God's like, oh, you know, you're a real bastard your whole life. But you did get your head dunked underwater as a mm-hmm. baby, so that saves you forever. No, I, I I just I just think that a lot of the stuff with religion, I think we got it all wrong because this book has been passed around for many centuries through many men who have used it to... Because the Bible at one point was like the end-all, be-all. Like, that's how we ran... The world like that, like we did everything by the Bible. People who had control of it would manipulate the fucking thing. It has to have happened. Imagine if we still ran our life by the Bible. Imagine if the Democrats were like, the Bible is the reason why we have to do this. And then all of a sudden, Joe Biden's like fucking like putting pages in the Bible to change it. And then we have to go buy that for the next thousand years. I I feel like that's what happened with the Bible. It might have started off as like a 10 page book. And then it got to 12 pages, then 20 pages, then 30 pages, and then this fucking big ass phone book, you know? You have to think stuff's been added to to alter the course of the way things were ran over the course of history. And I I just feel like it's a personal relationship, you know, and that's what it is. Well, after he was taken to uh, a holding facility to be booked into jail, Sykes (laughs) allegedly threw a sock at the detention officer and punched him in the head. The arresting officer tried to intervene and was also punched by Sykes. The detention officer was transported to a hospital for immediate medical attention due to a laceration cut near his eyebrow. The initial arresting officer suffered a small laceration to his bottom lip. Sykes was booked into jail and is accused of multiple charges, including criminal trespass, aggravated assault, resisting arrest, and indecent exposure. Police said he has a history of assaultive behavior to domestic partner and law enforcement. So this is a real fucking winner here. Yeah, he's 20 fucking years old and he's been arrested multiple fucking times. Some bullshit, man. You give up your fucking 20 life at that years point. years old. Multiple times at 20. I mean, That's insane. Who do you blame? Do you blame oh, the kid or the parents You think he's going to get any better? <clears throat> no. No. I don't know. Like, I just don't even know. Maybe that rock bottom moment will do it for him. I mean, you got to hit rock bottom. Well, he baptized himself, so... I guess that's a good start. Maybe he found God. Maybe he'll change his ways now. You know, the Lord works in mysterious ways and very powerful (laughs) human being. If you want to be saved, he will save you. But the thing is, you got to really want it. And some of these people are fucking phony and dumb, so... 
you're a fucking weirdo. Hmm? You know that? You're just like, uh, who are you? I don't know. I've been asking myself <laughs> that for a long time. I think I finally you, found you an answer. You stopped drinking all of a sudden. You like, found fucking, God and I'm shit. Fucking it's fucking some... weird. No, I found him right before. Right right before the alcohol it was. It was... God. It was it, it was because of, of the world, the way the world was acting. You see, you see pure evil with, with the vaccine mandates, neighbor turn <sighs> on neighbor, people wishing death openly on fellow mankind if you get sick. It was it was just ugly. And if you if there's that much evil, there's got to be something else. And then I kind of saw the light. But that rant was brought to you courtesy of our friends <laughs> over at Binoid. That's B-I-N-O-I-D dot com. As you can tell, I am fucking biz-ached. But I'll tell you what, this stuff is phenomenal and it changed my life for the better. You can go to Binoid. That's B-I-N-O-I-D dot com. And check out the tinctures, cartridges, dabs, disposables, gummy bears, gummy worms, Peach rings, watermelon slices, Rice Krispie treats, Fruity Pebble treats. You can get chocolate bars, all sorts of different flavors, pre-rolled cigarettes, flowers, all sorts of stuff. I like the capsules. I like the pre-filled vegan capsules. They're amazing. And I'll tell you what, man. This stuff really has changed my life for the better. It's made me a much better, happier person. And it helps me sleep at night, too. So I really do owe everything to our friends at Red Binoid. You guys can check them out. Use our code NERD to save 10% and get free shipping on any order. All right, so you want me to lose it real quick, or do you want me to talk about something else? Oh, just get the lose it out of the way. All right, so I'm not really going to lose it on this one, but there's this transgender archaeologist. <laughs> every time, man, we got every time. So Indiana Jane <clears throat> oh, was fired from uh, their federal job after posing with an AR-15. So recently, a transgender woman. So recently, a dude who dresses up as a woman. From Colorado, who posted a video loading an AR-15 after a conservative extremist called for eradicating transgenderism, was fired from his federal job. Kayla Denker says sacking him from his job on uh, April 14th exemplifies a double standard where right-wingers can pose with guns, but trans er, fucking cosplay women cannot. A video of Denker went viral in March. So the 36-year-old dude is holding a legally purchased AR-15 long gun. He repeatedly racks the weapon and shows off the loaded clip. While advocating for trans people to arm ourselves is not any kind of a solution to the genocide we're facing, I do want to say that if any of you transphobes do try to come for me, I am taking a few of you with me, the video caption reads. So this is the problem. The video caption? Right there. That's the problem. You're you're holding your gun. And this is, I mean, there, there's so much to talk about here. Let's Let's start with posing with a gun. I don't like when anyone does this. Why do you have to pose with your gun? It is about the most fucking small dick energy you'd ever see someone do. Like I'm, like, I'm standing next to my giant truck with my giant gun, and I got a fucking deer antler in one hand. Like, no, like, like what are you compensating for here? You know what I mean? Why do you have to take a picture of yourself holding your gun? We all know, and people will tell you constantly what a gun really is for. It's not a weapon. It's a tool. It's a self-defense. It's a felt. It's a self-defense tool. You know, like to me, that's what it is. It's not a weapon. You don't think of it as a weapon. A weapon is something you use to hurt someone else. This is a self-defense weapon for me. It's a self-defense tool, whatever you want to call it. So why are you taking pictures like holding this thing? Like, do you take pictures holding other things in your household? Do people take pictures also, like holding kitchen knives? I, I don't understand. Like, what what is the point of doing it with your gun? It's like, what point are you trying to get across? I never understood that. A lot never... of people do it though. A lot oh, they of people do. do it. I, 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 have, I mean, I don't. I got, I got pictures with my dad doing yeah. it. Like people, yeah, I, do, I people just, just do. I, I don't know if it's just to show off what you got because you're proud of it. I don't. I don't get it. I just don't understand. I think it. people do it for 
different reasons. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's like a gun's not something weird, to be proud of, though. It's, yeah, it's, I, a, I it's a tool. Like, like, I don't take pictures holding hammers or, like, lawnmowers or stupid. I, I just don't get it. Like, what are you trying to say with that? I don't get it. Mm. But anyway, uh, it became viral after the mid-March shooting. At Cov- oh, wait. The other thing I wanted to talk about was that message. You can't sit there and say, like, oh, I'm going to get you while you got your yeah. gun in your hand. Like, that, to me, is a threat. Yeah, that's threatening. Because, I mean, it's very subjective. And to be honest with you, these people are very fucking sensitive. So what constitutes them as being threatened? Yep. They think being uh, dead named is threatened. Not being uh, their proper pronouns are threatened. Are they just going to shoot people over that? Yes, and they've done it already. I mean, these are mentally ill people, and they have a license to be armed, which is fucking scary enough in its own right. And they're super sensitive. But anyway, it became viral after the mid-March shooting at Covenant School in Nashville, which killed six people, including three children. Radical right-wingers began sharing Denker's video after police officials suggested the Nashville shooter was transgender. So there was a Transgender Day of Violence, which an event that never occurred but was latched onto by conservatives who tried to hyper-focus on it and said a Transgender Day of Visibility, which is March 31st. Blah, 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 fucking blah. But anyway, uh, this person is basically trying to say it's because they're transgender that they were fired for their job. And they think it's a... Of course they think it's something personal because that's all they care about is their own person. So they're upset because they got fired? They're upset because they got fired and they're calling it a double standard because if someone on the right was opposed to their gun, which they do, they post with their guns, they would be fired for their jobs. It's the threat that they put in their fucking caption about shooting people and making it like an act of violence. But once you put it on social media, man. Yeah. That that's the that's the fucking problem. So your your boss can once they you once they find something, man, they can fire you for anything. Mm-hmm. They won't hire you if they find something out about you on social media. They uh, of course they're going you go in for an interview, they're googling your ass. They're going to find you. They're going to look at your social media. You can't find me. But <laughs> me either. But I just like they, they see something they don't like. You ain't getting hired. I don't that you posted this. That's what you get. That's what you get. Being stupid. I, I think it's really that fucking was a bad. threatening fucking caption for no reason. You didn't have to say that. Think but, of it this way though: if you're an employer and you see you stumble across someone would that you want something like that working is working for you, yeah, and no. you already know they got a screw loose because they're transgender. Fucking unstable. And then you see them posting with a weapon. Yeah. After all these shootings, yep. Walmart employees coming back to work shooting their people up, and this person's posing, oh, if I get threatened, I'm shooting right now, I'm going to take you with me. You can't have that. You can't. And yeah, I'm not no. a person who's like, okay, every company should be firing you based off your social media. That one you should. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about violence well, and yeah, killing... Yeah, you got to protect your, your company, Yeah, your you got to protect your company, your your customers, your employees, yourself. Yeah, I mean, this is some shit right here where you can't fuck around with that. It's not like, oh, well, you know, if, if I have an employee that's posting images of, like, you know, drag shit, unfortunately, you can't fire them off of that. But you can if they're making threats against themselves and other people. So good for this job for firing them and fuck this person. I'm sure they'll probably get some sort of settlement. Because you got to fucking pamper and baby these pieces of shit. Mm. Well, I have two flavor things. Go ahead. Papa John's. Do you like Papa John's? No, it's not real pizza. I've never had them. I've had them at a work function. They were fucking terrible. Papa John's and Doritos are teaming up to release an epic new menu item. The popular pizza chain will soon introduce Doritos Cool Ranch Papadilla, a limited edition version of its flatbread style sandwiches, the company announced in a press release shared by businesswire.com. Mm-hmm. I don't. Why is everyone using Doritos <laughs> like Cool Ranch? Doritos is it's amazing. It's fucking everywhere now. Yeah, Doritos is amazing. 
At Papa John's, flavor exploration uh, puts us at the forefront of our menu innovation, which is why we couldn't be more excited to bring together our better ingredients. Better Pizza Promise with the iconic flavor of Doritos Cool Ranch to create this limited-time papadilla. Our partnership with PepsiCo Food Service allowed us to leverage the bold-tasted Doritos Cool Ranch to reimagine a specialty seasoning for the papadilla, which offers new and current consumers the ultimate chip and sandwich experience and gives them a bold taste in every bite. Probably tastes amazing. So delicious, you'll wish you had thought of it first. The Doritos Cool Ranch Papadilla will make its debut on May 1st, so Monday, and feature the same original dough filled with chicken, beef, steak, or other fillings offered with the popular flatbread-style sandwich, as well as dusted bold ranch seasoning to give it the iconic Doritos Cool Ranch flavor. The limited-time item will be sold at all Papa John's stores for $7.99 through July 23rd. Papa John's began offering the Papadillas in 2020. That sounds really good. It does, but they still got that stink from that racist uh, controversy on them. I think that's why they're trying all sorts of weird shit now. What the fuck now. they do? Remember, remember the owner said some racist comment? No, man. I, I forget shit easily. I, well, he got in some trouble, and Papa John's never really recovered, so I think they're trying a lot of gimmicks to fucking try to get more customers. But Shaquille O'Neal, I think, owns them. I think he, he bought them. He's in the commercial. Is that the one he's in the commercials? It was Papa yeah, John's? Yeah, it was Papa John's. But Papa John, that, that little Italian dude, he's fucking gone because he said some shit that got him in trouble. And the company still really has never recovered from that. Hmm. I mean, that said, this, it does sound like a decent pizza, but Papa John's was fucking trash pizza. It really was, man. Yeah, Did I not like that. them. It was terrible. Like, like, I mean, like the shit came warm. It, it wasn't hot, like like hot pizza. I don't know. Maybe because it was a work function. Because I, 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 I fucking hate people. Maybe I can enjoy myself. I don't know. <laughs> 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 well, I have one more. Go for it. PepsiCo revealed a new Mountain Dew flavor on the way this summer as they are channeling your childhood with Mountain Dew Summer Freeze. Oh. Which one was that? The flavor is designed to harken back to the days when you ch- uh, chase an ice cream truck down the street to snag your favorite tasty treat as they have created a flavor to mimic the iconic striped ice pop you would see in every single truck. This looks like it's going to be one of their limited time flavors as they will be sending out this uh, summer freeze shortly and will be in stores and other locations throughout the summer of 2023. This is the, the red, white, and blue oh, um, popsicles. Okay. I love that. Already my mouth is hurting. I, I don't mm, like popsicles. It makes so good. Me, oh, it makes my mouth they're go so weird. so good, though, red, white, and blue. Uh, Nothing screams summer like everyone's favorite iced cold treat, a classic red, white, and blue ice pop. You know what I hate about fucking ice pops? Ugh. You know what I always hate about them? Like, you cannot eat one and not look fucking gay as hell. Oh you look God. gay as fuck eating one of them, man. It's basically like a bunch of dudes just hanging out eating ice pops. You look fucking gay, man. You, like, you cannot eat one and not look gay, especially when, like, the most delicious part is dripping down the side and you got to use your tongue to lick it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? What the fuck? Uh, no wonder why all those men would sit at the park and watch us eat them when we were kids. Oh my god, man. To tap into <laughs> this no idea. <laughs> to tap into this nostalgia, Mountain Dew is combining its iconic citrus <laughs> flavor with bold notes of cherry, lemon, and raspberry ice pop flavor to roll out the ultimate taste of summer where you shut the fuck up. Uh, we've lost it, man. You you started laughing at the beginning of the show. Oh, you shut your shit. <laughs> Introducing the first ever Mountain Dew Summer Freeze. With a blast of summer in every sip, this taste will take you back to fond memories of running to the ice cream truck 
and is even more refreshing than a summer ice pop itself. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, they are going to do the 20-ounce bottles, the 12-packs. It's going to be, like, in all different sizes. And they will have sugar-free. Oh, okay. Oh, oh be- never <laughs> not going to laugh. Sugar-free. Sugar Mountain Dew. Yeah, oh, summer God. freeze. So. Fucking shit, dude. Oh, I mean, I bet you it's good. Man. I just, yeah. I can't just think about pop. Because people are stupid and they, oh, they bite them. <laughs> I can't. Oh my god! I can't even watch. You can't the like. There, there's just no way you can look manly eating one of those fucking things. Mm. There's just no way. Uh, mm-hmm. It like bothers my mouth. I don't know why people are stupid and do that. Ah. Oh, like the ones that like deep throat the fucking thing. No, and their tongue's the ones like swirling around it. Bite them. Oh, the ones that, because because they don't want to look gay when they're eating. I don't you, get... you gotta bite it and chew it. I mean, you might get brain freeze, but at least you don't look gay. Oh, god. All right, so let's do this one here. So this man. I don't know whether to admire or admonish this next man because, I mean, some people go on dates and they give up too easy. They think it's, it's a horrible date. This man was committed. He took care of something and got right back to it. He paused the date that he was on to kill a parking lot scammer. <laughs> then he returned back to the restaurant and continued the fucking date. This is fucking hilarious, man. This Texas man's accused of fatally shooting a fake parking attendant while on a date in Houston. His name is Eric Aguirre. He's 29. He went to downtown Houston on April 11th to meet with a woman. They arrived in separate vehicles before 8 p.m., and shortly after they parked, they were approached by a man claiming to be a parking attendant, according to a criminal complaint filed April 14th in Harris County. The man named Elliot Nix. Fucking love that name. That's a great criminal name, man. Elliot? Yeah, Elliot Nix. Because Elliot Ness, you think of? Uh, told them it would cost $20 per vehicle to park, but that they could get their money back at the end of the night if they showed him a receipt from the restaurant. Aguirre gave the man $40 and walked to the restaurant with his date. But moments later, surveillance camera video captures Aguirre sprinting out of the restaurant and grabbing something from inside his vehicle after an employee told him Nix was a scammer. A witness told investigators he saw Aguirre chasing after Nix with a handgun. <laughs> they discovered uh, that they that they ran around the corner, I, I guess, and then they lost him, and the witness heard a gunshot. Then saw Aguirre nonchalantly walking back to his car. So he's done this before. <laughs> he's done this before. He was all knee, he was tucking his shirt in, he was, he was fucking flat in his shirt and whatnot. But he put the pistol away and head back to the restaurant. Aguirre left Nick's wounded and lying in the street while he resumed his date. <laughs> and nobody got this dude plot revenge on you. Believe now, you go back and you're like, oh, she'll take the uh, crab legs. <laughs> The driver passing by uh, spotted Nix on the ground in the right lane with his head on the curb and a gunshot wound to the torso. First responders arrived and Nix was taken to a hospital. He was pronounced dead at 8.43 p.m. The woman Aguirre was with, uh, she reached out to investigators to an attorney April 13, two days after the date. <laughs> There's no telling if she clapped or not. She told the investigator she didn't hear any gunshots. And Aguirre told her he had just scared the guy and everything was fine. He sure scared him, all right, and turned him into a fucking ghost. (laughs) 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 She shared photos from their date, (laughs) which Aguirre was smiling. He was wearing clothing that matched the man in surveillance video. Based on the times that the photos were taken, their date went on for several hours after the shooting. Still no word if he sealed the deal or not. McGuire was arrested on April 15th and is facing a charge of murder, according to court documents. He would have gotten away with this shit if he didn't go back in there and finish his date. 
If he would have stood that bishop, so. the worst thing would have been he would have been called an asshole on Instagram. But other than that, he had his freedom. No, because if he didn't go back in, she'd be like, where the fuck did he go? And then there's a dead guy laying out there. She would automatically know that he did it. He got fingered. He got fingered because of his fucking clothes. That's why. And that damn photo with that woman. <laughs> Do you think they had a good time at least? I mean, they took a picture together. So I'm, so I'm thinking there was some good yeah, chemistry there. Yeah, several Yeah, several hours. Several hours, you know. And they weren't always at the restaurant for all those hours. I'm, I'm thinking. Do you think they clapped? She probably clapped out of fucking fear. She heard that gunshot. She's probably like, oh shit, oh shit, that crazy motherfucker. This is what happens when you meet them on fucking jailbirdsneedlove.com. <laughs> Will she go on another blind date? Probably not. Well, you know what? If she does, she'll probably wind up with another asshole. Oh, you're so good. Dude, I'm fucking on fire right now. <laughs> oh I'm having God. fun, man. I can't believe it. It's Friday. I can't believe it's... It's the fucking weekend, man. You got any plans for this weekend so I can compose myself and read this asshole story? I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch the Peter Pan movie, like I said, and continue on with Prison yeah. Break because it's a fucking good show. So, what's this Peter Pan one about again? It's just uh, live action Peter Pan. Whose perspective is it from? Is it Julia Roberts? Uh, who, who is she? Tinkerbell? Is it Tinkerbell? Is it Peter? The Lost Boys? What, what is this one about? Is it just a classic? I think it's story? just, I think it's just a classic story. Although the the casting is off. Yeah. I don't I, I don't really understand the cat. I'm going to watch it, but You going to watch the Little Mermaid too or No, I I refuse. You're I'm really going to refuse that one? I'm not watching that. I'm not doing it. Although seeing the, this freaking Peter Pan trailer over and over and over again, like every time I see it, I'm like, well, I don't understand why why they mm-hmm. but I'm going to Like Hook should have like dark hair. Yeah, like long dark hair, curly. And curly. Yeah. What the fast, fuck is this beard. guy wearing? He should look like Captain Morgan. Like, I don't... Like, I saw that in the trailer. I'm like, whoa, that's supposed to be Captain Hook. I actually want to ask Peter Pan looks too. weird to me. Like, it's just... It's like, but, I don't know. I'll, I'll try it. I actually want to ask you a question. Your sister's a huge Disney fan, right? Yeah. And she's well, got a baby. They refused to go to Disney this year, so... Well, <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I was going to say, like, she's, she's got a baby. Yeah. And all this weird woke shit's coming out. What is she going to do with that? Is she going to only raise him on the stuff that she watched? Yep. That's it, and it's not even... She she had him watching what the hell was it? Muppet Babies, I think. Oh, oh, the one you only saw the ankles of the grandmother or whatever. Gonzo was this was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Gonzo came out wearing a dress or something. She fucking she's like I'm done. Mm-hmm. She's like I'm done. <laughs> nope, he will not be watching that anymore. What the? F- there, so she's I don't know what he's watching now. I know he loves like Toy Story. He's all into Toy Story. Yeah. So he's she's just she's got all the. The movies, and so she's just doing that. You know what the scariest thing about this all is? Is like we're idiots. You and I are fucking stupid ass people. Well, I'm serious all the time. No, I'm saying that we are stupid, but we know exactly how to brainwash a child. Seriously, you 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 would if you wanted to brainwash your child, what would you do? You fucking put them in front of the TV. You you put them in front of things that you want them to see, and then they will be molded in that direction. And we know that. The government knows that. The people that are putting this this programming knows that that's the way to make children do what you want them to do. Why are they putting sexually suggestive content in front of children? Why are they putting this transgender shit in their heads? Why are they putting sex in, in their fucking heads at this young age? Because they want them to, to be sexual. They want them to be fucked up. Well, they want it to be a normal thing. But they, they want it so, why? I don't know, but she's like, thank that's God I, I don't just prop them up in front of the TV. Like, mm-hmm. I sat there and I was watching with them, and as soon as mm-hmm. I saw that, she's like, I, I just changed the channel. I'm like, well, good for you. It's so you scary. Because we know that. And that's the scary thing is they know that. And they're still pushing this shit on these kids. Yeah. It's know. so fucked up. 
They're a bunch of assholes. No, they are. They are. It's I'm, and see, like shit like that makes me sad. So it's, at least it got me from, from laughing so much. <laughs> so, in the time it took me to, to get that out, I was trying to figure out why you love this segment so much, and I just can't remember. You told me last time. I can't remember why you love it. Yeah, it's because it's the last one, motherfucker. All right, so let's get into this one here. Am I the asshole for kicking my son's girlfriend out of our house? <laughs> so your son's girlfriend, you kicked her out of your house. So she, she must have done something here. Yeah. yeah. It's your house, ultimately. You should be able to kick anybody out. So right now I'm saying they're not the asshole without even reading it. Yeah, I'm saying that too. Because <laughs> no. She obviously did something. She must have. So my husband's 58 and I'm 56. Recently met my son's girlfriend for the first time. He's 24. He's been crazy about her. Apparently, they've been dating for a year before he decided to have her meet us officially. What Probably because you yeah. were going to kick her out of the house. Like, man, they, he's like, they jazzy Jeff that bitch like Fresh Prince Uncle Phil. <laughs> what he told us about all, her, uh, all about her seems great. She just got her degree, was enjoying her job, family-oriented, etc. I'm honestly just glad he's happy with her. My husband and I don't think he's ever been into someone before. So I pretty, so there, we thought it was gay and he finally found this girl. That's probably what they were thinking. So I feel pretty bad about what I did. Last weekend, he brought her over for dinner. By now, we've been anticipating meeting her with how much her son has been gushing about her. How perfect she is, that she's the one in his words. They ring the doorbell. We open the door. She looks exactly like her pictures, which is a great start. Why do you care about her looks? Yeah. And why is that a great start? <laughs> Oh, well, she's a little bit fatter than the picture, son. God forbid she dyes her hair. Get this bitch out of my house. Like, that's a weird comment to put in there. All right, so maybe this is judgmental. Let's go in there. That's really weird. My son is grinning ear to ear. Another great start. So she's hot and my son's happy. Oh, boy, two great starts. We invite them in. She accepts my hug and a firm handshake from my husband. And then she opens her mouth. I'm the one your son puts his penis in. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. I'm going to take a sip of my Zevia. Oh, my God. Who would say that? The first time you're meeting the parents, who would say that? You haven't gotten to know each other yet. I don't care what your personality is. You, did he not warn her? <laughs> Listen, I know you're funny and you're vulgar. You can't be yeah. like that when you first meet my parents. you gotta, you got to wait a little bit. Hi, my parents thought I was gay all this time, so they're going to be shocked to meet you. Oh, my God. And they, and maybe she said that. Like, what the? Your son's not. This can't be true, man. <laughs> No one would go and maybe, say maybe that. Maybe she's nervous and she, she jokes, because I do that. I'll joke when I get yeah, nervous. There's, or there's joking, be, yeah. and then they're saying that to the parents that you're meeting for the first time. Say dumb shit you don't mean. I don't know. <sighs> to be frank, I was appalled. I expected my husband to laugh. Both he and my son are jokesters, and as annoying as it can be, I love it. But this was just too much for me. <laughs> maybe I'm reserved, but of all things she could have shared about my son, she told us that. <laughs> One look at my face and my husband knew how much I disproved. Maybe I let my expectations get too high and it's unfair to have them, but I reiterate. Of all things to say to her husband's parents, or her boyfriend's parents, whom she never met, she does that? My son was amused at first, but when he noticed my reaction, his face dropped. I feel like he'd sold me the full package. Everything he'd always been looking for in a girlfriend. I was too disturbed by the visual put in my head and translated into anger. I told her to get out, and I wanted to say more about how gross it made me feel, but I, but I fortunately left that out. My son didn't want to go, insisting I gave... So I should give her another chance. But I was too fed up and, uncon and uncomfortable by this point. Even my husband, who's enjoyed his fair share of my raunchy jokes, wouldn't let up. Wait, okay, so she has raunchy jokes. Yeah. 
Her son and her husband also joke. I think she's jealous. And then the girlfriend comes to meet you. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not looking at it as she like. I mean, I would never. That would never come out of my fucking mouth, especially mm-hmm. to like your parents. I would never. Mm-hmm. I would die. I would never do that. But this seems like she, this is how that family is, and she thought she would be funny. Yeah. So now I'm not seeing her as a fucking problem. I'm seeing this mom as a problem. I don't know. I don't know. This is a. I think the mom's jealous of her a little bit because the son was saying how great she was, and mom's like, she's not so great. Because you know, some moms she's like, my my boy's mine. No, no one yeah. ever replaced mom. Like some mama's some boy, yeah. mama's boys, and he's and they they didn't think he was interested in girls. So I mean, there's that weird chick too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The mom babies him and just was looking for reasons. She even said earlier her appearance was the first thing. Oh, she looks like a picture, so I guess that's good. Yeah, we're off to a good start. Judgy bitch. That's weird. Yeah, yeah the, I'm. Yeah, I'm changing my mind, man. They left, and I immediately felt guilty. This was something my son had really looked forward to, and I feel like I took that away over a dumb joke. I tried calling to apologize, but he hasn't responded. My husband thinks she's the one who should apologize, and I'm considering giving her another chance. But before I do that, I need to know: Am I the asshole? And she has a lot of a lot of edits, a lot of things here. I kind of think she is. I kind of changed my mind. She said that she has a lot of raunchy jokes that she does. The son probably warned her. Within the family. Hey, you know, my mom tells a good joke. She'll probably think that's funny. Yeah. And they misread it. I don't know, man. And to throw her out for one comment, I don't... I think that's all weird. This is all weird. You never know what you're getting into when you get in a relationship with someone or when you go to their house or whatever for the first time. I mean, I had friends that when I went to their house, you could have a beer with them at 15 years old with the parents there and hang out with them and play cards and shit. I had other friends that you go over there and you got to say sir and ma'am the whole time, you know? And yeah. some you could smoke cigarettes with them in the house. So it, it was all no matter where you went. So you just got to kind of, you know, whatever situation is, you kind of adapt to it. And I think that's what happened here. I think she tried to yeah, I think she jump in there with a joke that the mom would appreciate and just told a bad one that the mom didn't. I don't know. I, I think the mom overreacted. I, I do too. So you think the mom's an asshole? Yeah. Okay. I, th- I think she is too, but here are her edits. <laughs> Maybe these will help you out here and get you on her side, because we're, we're both saying asshole. Says, I should clear some things up. My husband had no part in my reaction. I did the kicking out, not him. I don't want him taking the fall for this. He said he should apologize. Uh, she said that she should apologize, but I'm not expecting one, so sorry for the confusion. My son lives in a nearby state. It can take about an hour to get back to where we live. He also hasn't dated anyone seriously for a while, maybe a couple of years. He told us before that he wouldn't bring anyone home unless he's sure he wants a future with her. We've been asking to meet her ever since he told us about her, but he wanted to be ready. The comment about her looking like her picture shows my age. Sorry for that. Oh, she's addressing that. Yeah, because people probably comment, like, why the fuck did that matter? He's only shown us her photos. She sent him as uh, he apparently didn't have any of them together. He hates taking pictures, and apparently she's always teasing him about it. I don't think he'd ever lie about who she is, but it's just a parental concern I've uh, subconsciously had the whole time. I felt the same way about her daughter's thin boyfriend when we first met him. I don't have the, that criteria of her looks. Okay, so so she cleared that part up at least. What I meant by her being the full package was uh, was basically what he's told us about her. As his parents, we have a good idea of what he looks for in a partner, and she checked off everything based off of what we've been told. On top of everything, her appearance was how she presented it to be. We aren't strict about that. It's just a relief to have met someone. For, okay, so she's basically backtracking a lot of this stuff. People are saying she wasn't the asshole. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There is I a there is a final is. update. 
Uh, there, there is, there is, is an ending to this one. So. Why do you kick someone out for? I, I mean, it would be weird, and I would probably be like, "Well, that's uncalled for." But I wouldn't have kicked her out. I mean, I would have probably made a comment back, like I didn't need to know that or, or something. Yeah. But I wouldn't have said, "Get out." Well, that's when you make a quick joke. If you can think one quick enough, you throw you, you, you throw one back and be like, All right, I don't bitch. think she should have kicked her out. Like, you're just mm-hmm. meeting her, and now you're fucking... And they live an hour away in another state. I mean, that's something really like fucked her. up to say. I can't see that being a thing you should even joke about <laughs> at all, like, ever. No, it's weird. Ever. Like, I just don't see that. But, hey, I'm the one that fucks your daughter. Hey, I'm the one that fucks your son. Oh, I mean, obviously, you don't need to hear about it. No parent <laughs> wants to hear that shit. Can you imagine? It's a fucking. I'm telling you, if our daughter ever brings home some guy and the guy's like, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm like, "I'm the one that's put it to your daughter." <laughs> Come on in, son. I'm gonna show you something. <laughs> oh, Bang! God. There you go. And his fucking guts are all over the wall. That's some bullshit, man. So let's hear how this story. You want to hear how it ended, or do you want to cast final judgment? Well, here's the thing with that too, because I think my opinion would change. I mean, this is longer than a Michael Bay was, movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it was opposite, right? Yeah. If a guy was just meeting the parents for the first time, and like yeah. like you said that about Sammy, yeah, bringing someone home, yeah. that'd be a problem. And that's horrible that I feel that way. But like a man saying that about my daughter, that's a, yeah. That's but a son know. is different. But no, I still wouldn't. Son is treated. Sons are treated differently. That's disrespectful. Sons go out and get freaking late all the damn time, but you don't want to hear your daughter doing that. That's still disrespectful. I mean, maybe I'm old school. Because like I I joke a lot and I see a lot of horrible things, but I mean, there's a different version where you meet someone for the first time. You don't just fucking start being nasty and shit. You try to have some (laughs) sort of decorum, you know. So fucking weird that she said that. Oh my fucking lord, man. Weird. All right, so here is so we're sticking with it. She's an asshole. Yeah, give me the last update. All right, so this is the last update. She says thanks out for thanks everyone for reaching out. My son got in touch with me. His girlfriend agreed to try again. We <laughs> all met at a restaurant. My son and his girlfriend chose. The first thing she said was an apology for what she said. I apologized for my reaction. We hugged and it was nice. She then explained how my son had convinced her uh, a joke like that would not land well and that she wouldn't have said it if she didn't think we'd like it. According to my son, she was reluctant to open with any jokes at all, but they came up with that one together on the way over. You guys were all right. Mm-hmm. She's a really sweet girl. She's actually very mature, too. I see why my son likes her so much. My husband and I really like her. We told our son to bring her when he visits. We look forward to seeing them again. Overall, I'm glad we could start over on the right foot this time. Thanks, everyone, for your input. There you go. So, ended happily ever it's after. It's the son's fault. That was the first ass little story that had a beginning, middle, and end. I feel like that took me on an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. I still think she's a bitch because we had the whole thing figured out from the beginning. That, that's what happened, the whole situation. They made up the joke in the car. It didn't land well, and there you go. Still an asshole in my opinion. So, You still on that boat there, asshole, or no? Yeah, she's in that. You didn't Good. need to kick her out for that. Good. It could have been a conversation or a joke back or a comment back or something. I don't know, but you didn't need to kick her out. That's ridiculous. So, or pull your son aside. Yeah. Be like, what the fuck, man? No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. So. And then you could have heard the son say, oh, sorry, we came up with that joke together in the car yeah. before we came in here. And then guess what? You wouldn't have kicked her out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she's an asshole. Anyways, go on. What? Oh, I was going to say, what else you got planned for the week? And he said, Nothing you're going to Peter said. Pan and... And in prison that's break, that that's 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 my plan. 
I got nothing. I'm just, I'm just gonna work. I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a few sleepless nights here coming up, and uh, just you know, just doing the old grind. That's all. That's all it is, man. Good times ahead of us. Um, we 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 got a game plan of what we're gonna be doing with our lives. We got a little chalkboard, and we set some goals. We have our vision board, people. And so how gonna, nice it will be when things get erased. <laughs> seriously, erasing one thing at a time. It's gonna be a hell of a thing. Um, so yeah, I just wanna. Say thank you to everybody out there. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. I'm just going to be working and fucking trying to get time in when I can to sleep. So You can find us at Voice of Misery on all platforms and Voice of Misery podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Bye, bitches. And each other. <laughs>